0: Hey there, all my creative weirdos in a great way. This is your girl, Devonna Resonate Brown, founder and owner of Resonate Photography. I want to start off by thanking you guys for tuning in to my first podcast ever. Yes, my first podcast ever. I admit I am a little nervous, so forgive me, so please forgive me if I stumble over my words and have moments of silence while I'm collecting my thoughts. If you haven't already, please check me out on Facebook at Resonate Photography, which is spelled R-E-Z-E-N-E-E Photography. Again, that's R-E-Z-E-N-E-E Photography. I'm on Instagram, and my handle on there resonate_photography. underscore Photography. You can also find me on Twitter, which is at Resoné and then the letter P. Without further ado, let's jump into the podcast. For this podcast I will be telling you guys and gals about what would make the perfect basic photography kit. Now everything that I list is what I have concluded from trial and error from the start of my photography journey to now. Some things in here are needs and other things I would just suggest having so depending on the type of photography that you do you'll have what you need. I personally love trying out all types of different photography. So my kit includes both needs and other cool gadgets and gadgets because I would personally rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. I am also a big bargain shopper because I'll I'm I'll be honest, I'm cheap with my own money. <laughs> uh so everything I'm going to list I found on either Amazon or eBay. Now that now there's no particular order to the things I'm about to list. So let's jump into it. Number one, this one is obvious. The first thing you need is a camera, duh. (laughs) Now, when it comes to which camera you use, it is up to your personal preference. I suggest doing your research before just picking out a camera because they are almost all basically the same. But some brands may have other features that other brands do not. The three major brands I hear the most about are Canon, Nikon, and Sony. But there are others like Fujifilm, Panasonic, and Olympus, and many more. I personally use the Canon EOS Rebel T6, which I absolutely love. It is, in my opinion, lightweight and very reliable. It has done whatever I needed to. Also, a camera strap is very important, but most camera kits come with one. There are different types of these as well. There's neck ones and wrist ones that I've seen, but the basic neck one is all you need because I use my neck one as both a neck and wrist strap by wrapping the strap around my hand a couple times for extra stability because I'm clumsy. (laughs) And I got uh, my camera off eBay. Number two, a lens, uh, a camera lens. Which lens you get depends on the type of photography you want to shoot. Some photographers have multiple lenses and there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of camera kits also come with multiple lenses. There are many, many different types of lenses, but the, most, of all, most of all of them fall into one of these categories. A standard lens, a micro lens, a telephone lens, telephono lens, a telephoto, <laughs> a telephoto lens, and a wide-angle lens. There are other specialist lens out there for more specific types of photography, but you'll only be taking, I'll only be talking about the main ones in this podcast. The first is a standard lens. They have focal length between 35 millimeters and 85 millimeters, but 50 millimeters is the most common. They have an angle view. They have an angle of view which is roughly the same as an angle that the human eye can comfortably view meaning that they produce images which appear natural to the viewer. This type of lens can be used for a lot of different things, like landscape photography, portraits, and candid shots. The next is a micro lens. They are designed for close-up photography. Their construction gives them a very good sharpness and contrast. This type of lens is usually used for photographing insects, animals, plants, and other things next is a photo telephoto telephoto <laughs> I can never say it a telephoto lens these lenses can have a focal length anywhere from 85 millimeters to 300 millimeters or more they provide a high level of magnification so you can photograph so you can photograph subjects from very far away and still get clear sh- pictures these Types of lenses tend to be bigger and heavier than other lenses, but the outcome is worth it. You can use these lenses for any type of photography where you can't get near the subject, like wildlife photography, sports, even in uh, astronomy. But those aren't the only times you can use them, so go out and get creative. Lastly, is a wide angle lens. These lenses have a focal length anywhere from 8 millimeters to 35 millimeters. They provide an angle of view beyond a beyond that of a standard lens. So you can capture more of the scene you're shooting in a single shot with these, you, with these, you can photograph wide pair of panoramas, uh, skyscrapes, um, large or cramped interiors and, uh, landscapes. I use a standard 50, 50 millimeter lens that came with my camera, but I plan on buying a telephoto telephoto lens in the near future. Side note, um side note is to get a camera cleaning kit typically a good camera kit will come with one it should have everything you need to clean your camera body and your camera lens example q-tips cleaning solution or wipes microfiber cloth uh, or a soft bristle brush and possibly an air blower to remove dust dust now back to the major list number three multiple camera batteries it sucks it sucks when you're right in the middle of an amazing photo shoot and your camera dies. you can look for a camera kit that ha- has multiple backup batteries or you can order them separate. I have two batteries for my camera so I can be charging one while charging one while I'm using the other. I suggest this as a must um, I got my multiple batteries came with my camera kit that I ordered on eBay. Number four, a backup memory card or two, also known as a SD card. I have learned this the hard way in the past while photographing. It sucks to be in the moment and then your camera says full memory. I had to hurry and delete other old pictures I had already backed up just to keep photographing, all while missing great phot- photograph opportunities. Another note is to always check the maximum allowed gigabyte memory card so you can that you uh goes for your camera i messed up in the past and ordered a 128 gigabyte memory card thinking oh i won't have to worry about running out of memory for a long time and after it arrived i found out that my camera which again is a canon eos rebel t6 accepts only up to a 64 gigabyte card so please learn from my mistakes i've gotten my extra memory cards off ebay Number five, a tripod. There are many different sizes of tripods with different features. Again, this one is based on preference, and I feel you can never have too many because you can use them for more than just holding your camera. I personally have three right now. My basic one that I started out with that came with my initial camera kit, which is really worn out. A 55-inch tripod, which is usually my go-to for everything that has a quick-release mount Uh, that I leave on my camera so I can just flick a lever and quickly attach or detach my camera. And lastly, I have a tripod that goes up to 69 inches that I use with a clamp mount to hold my reflector um, if I'm working by myself or for photographing myself. Now, uh, oh, I got those tripods off Amazon. Now on to number six, a camera bag. This one is self-explanatory. It's a bag that holds all your go-to camera equipment. Note, if you're just starting out on your photography journey, you will start out with a smaller bag. As you accumulate more equipment, you'll need a bigger bag. I currently have a camera backpack, a camera bag backpack, which is better for me because I travel around a lot to meet up with clients. I am going to get one a little bigger because, like I said, I have accumulated more equipment. Now, please understand that every single thing you buy, you're not going to be taking with you everywhere. This bag is for the main things, camera, lens, memory cards, battery and battery chargers, and a few other things based on what type of photography that you do. I got my camera bag off Wish. uh, Number seven, a remote shutter release. This is perfect for when you need to take pictures but can't, can't be behind the camera. There will be times when you need to go pose, go and pose your model or change things on set, especially if you're working by yourself. So a remote shutter release definitely comes in handy. A side note, I want to mention that, mention that if you have or decide to get a Canon EOS Rebel, their uh, Rebel camera, there is a cool app that you can download right to your smartphone called the Canon Camera Connect. From this application, you can connect your Canon camera to your smartphone. In this app, you can use a feature called remote live view shooting, where you can see what your camera sees right from your phone, as well as change your shutter speed, aperture, ISO, and other major camera settings. You can take pictures right from your phone and see in real time your actual movements. I love this app because I do a lot of photo shoots with myself as a model and I can see exactly how my positions look and what I need to change or how I need to move. With the app, you can also look at all the photos you have on your camera from your smartphone as well as select and download uh, photos from your camera directly to your smartphone. So definitely check this out, I promise you won't be disappointed. Um, I also still have a physical shutter, uh, remote shutter release, and I got that off Wish.com. Number eight, external flash. This item has been, let's see, this item has been under great debate because your camera has a a built-in flash, but some argue that it isn't that good, so you should buy one. I say check out your camera, learn your camera, and see for yourself if you feel you need a more powerful flash. Or not, and go go from there. I got mine off Amazon, and it came with twenty different colored flash lighting gels that you can strap onto the external flash for extra color. Like I said, I got it from Amazon. And a side note is, um, if you do end up choosing external flash, you need to add a couple sets of double double batteries or whatever batteries your can, uh, your external flash uses. And a battery charger to your list, so if your external flash dies during a photo shoot, you can pick up right where you left off by just changing out your batteries and keep going. Uh, Let's see. The next few things I list are not always necessary, and like I said, it depends on the type of photography you do. So if you need it, get it. If you don't, don't worry about it. The first is a a camera rain cover. I'm outside most of the time. And like I said, I try to do it all when it comes to photography, which means all to being in all types of weather as well. I got one of these my first after my first winter because I was outside photographing in the snow, which was so beautiful, with a cardboard box I had cut up a certain way just to protect my camera. But it didn't sit on my tripod and my camera well, and I kept having to reposition it and fumble with it. A rain or weather cover will protect your camera from the elements. They are usually designed to go completely over the camera with slots on both sides for you to insert your hands to easily adjust your settings and take your pictures. I got mine off Amazon. Another thing um, is if you know you're going to be doing a lot of photography indoors or plan on opening your own photography studio, you will definitely need a backdrop kit and a lighting kit. I suggest you taking your time doing your research on this because it's very important. I found a kit that came with two soft box continuous lights, two 155, 155, 125 watt soft white bulbs, and two 80 inch light stands. Yeah, light stands in the lighting part of, of the backdrop. I mean, in the lighting part of the kit in the backdrop part of the kit. It included two backdrop stands with the necessary poles to make the backdrop up to 10 feet horizontally and six feet, six and a half feet vertically. It inclu- It also included three backdrops in the colors green, white and black, as well as a carrying case to hold everything I listed above. I found this kit on Amazon for a great price, and I've been using it the kit for the past two years, and it's still in great condition. So if anyone wants to sit there and know any of these products, just hit me up on any of my social media, and I'll definitely sit there and let you know or give you links to the stuff I've I've used. Let's see. Um... Oh, what I should have mentioned above is when it comes to lighting kits, there are two types of major lighting kits. Ones with continuous lights, lights, like the one I listed above, and ones with strobe lights. Continuous lights stay on and while strobe lights flash when you need them. I own one of each of these kits. Uh, let's see. the The... The strobe light kit that I have includes three strobe light heads, the matching tripods, two soft box attachments, um, one umbrella, uh, one white umbrella, one black umbrella, which is a black black on the outside and silver coated on the inside. A barn door kit, which is basically an attachment you put on the camera so it can hold one of four colored gels that came with it, which were in red, green, blue, and yellow, and one flash trigger, which I, I got all off eBay. If I knew what I knew knew then what I knew now, I would have found a different kit that came with three different flash triggers for each light. But you live and you learn and you grow. Another um, thing that you could use if you need is a reflector. There are many different types of reflector. (laughs) Well, there go those stumbling over the words I was talking about. But anyways, the next is a reflector. There are many different ones out there and there are even cheap routes to use it to make in your own reflector. The five different reflector colors are silver, white, gold, black, and translucent. And each give off a certain type of light reflection. I suggest doing research and going on YouTube. I love YouTube. Use YouTube. YouTube is like awesome. Um, Go on YouTube and do research to see the different effects each reflector can have on a picture. That way you can only buy the ones that you know you're gonna need or you can sit there and buy all of them. The cheap route or a cheap route is to get a large piece of cardboard and come cover it with aluminum foil. This will work the same as a store-bought silver reflector, but it is very temporary. It's not it's not going to last long at all, and it will not be easy to store without tearing off the um, aluminum foil and so forth. Uh, this will work... Uh, no, no, sorry. Um, I'm looking at my notes. Yes, I have notes, but anyways... <laughs> Uh, the other route is to buy one or multiple. Like I said, I am the type that would rather have it, have it and not need it than need it and not have it. So I personally have a five in one portable reflector. It is on the larger side, which is about 40 inches by 60 inches. And it comes with all five major colors I had listed above in a neat and simple design. The main part is tran- a translucent color, which is a, the part in the middle which is also known as a diffuser, and there is a cool cover I can put on it that has two colors on one side, and if I flip it over, the other two colors on the other side, and it has a dual zipper on them, so I can put it back on the main diffuser, which is the middle part, um, and zip it up, so that way I can use it. It also comes with a cool carrying case to protect it. And I got that reflector off Amazon. Again, any of the stuff that I've mentioned in here, if you want to know the specific stuff I've used, just drop me a, um, drop me a comment, send me a message, send me an email, any of that stuff. And I'll sit there and let you know the exact links that uh, to the stuff that I uh, purchased for myself. Let's see. Um... Well, folks, I mean, that's it. If you're still with me, I want to thank you for listening. And if I said anything wrong, please go to my social media sites and let me know. This is all pretty much random research that I've done myself. And it's all based on from my personal opinion, from my own photography journey. So don't be shy and join in, whether by commenting, sending messages, or emails. I'd love to hear from all of you. If you like this podcast and want me to do more, then go to any of my social media and let me know. Also, drop subjects you'd like to hear me talk about as well. If you haven't already, please check me out on Facebook at Resonate Photography, which is spelled R-E-Z-E-N-E-E, Photography. Again, that's R-E-Z-E-N-E-E, Photography. I'm on Instagram as well, and my handle on there is resonate underscore photography, and you can also find me on Twitter, which is at resonate and then the letter P. Thank you again for listening, and I want all of you to stay creative and stay weird. This is your girl, Devonna Resonet Brown, signing off.